What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I noticed that today, MLB Network, or is it MLB.com? I think MLB Network is replaying. Yeah, I'm sorry. MLB Network is replaying Jim Abbott's no-hitter. For those of you who don't know, Jim Abbott is a pitcher who only had one hand. He was born, he was a left-handed pitcher. He was born without a right hand. He managed to become a professional athlete and managed to become a big leaguer, a pretty good one at that. And he threw a no-hitter. You might wonder how this happened. So I wanted to, I mean, for those who don't know, I wanted to kind of just talk about Jim Abbott today because I honestly didn't know too much about him. I mean, I had heard, but after doing some more digging, it's, it's pretty remarkable. And I mean, there are tons of guys with two hands who never make it to the major leagues. And uh, to, to have literally so much odds stacked against you, you completely have to change how you play the game. I mean, he would pitch with his glove on on his right. I mean, basically, so on his right arm, it ended at the wrist. So he had no right hand. So he would put his glove on that right arm and then he would switch it over. He would, he would go through his motion and he'd throw the ball to his left. And then he'd switch the glove onto his left hand so he could field. And he did this his whole life, and he did it well enough to become a major league caliber pitcher. So let's kind of look back at where this started. So Jim Abbott is from Flint, Michigan, and he pitched 10 years in the big leagues. But, you know, before that, he, he was obviously a really good player in high school. He actually hit 427 one year when he was in high school with seven home runs. He was a pretty good hitter. So what he did when he wanted to hit was that since the right arm ended at the wrist, he would place that right arm at the end of his bat, and then he would close his big left hand around it, and that's how he would hit. And he was a pretty good hitter in high school. He played quarterback on the football team. He was, he was, you know, their star quarterback, and everything. You know, he was big kid, six foot four, and he was just finding creative ways to play sports and didn't let his, you know, disability hinder him. So he was drafted in the 36th round of the 1985 draft, but he didn't sign. You know, it's a pretty late round to get drafted out of high school. So he spent the next three years at the University of Michigan, and he was great there. They won two Big Ten championships. He was, he was their star pitcher and everything. And then three years later, he was the eighth overall pick by the Angels in the 1988 draft. So he signs for eighth overall. It's a pretty high draft pick. He makes his debut with the Angels, finishes fifth in the Rookie of the Year, pitches four seasons for them, and you know in that time, he established himself as a regular. I mean, he would throw a lot of innings. I mean, this dude was a workhorse, making pretty much every start every year. He was throwing well over 200 innings a year, 211, 243. He was just eating innings right out of the get-go. He actually finished third in the Cy Young voting in 1991, just his third season in the big leagues. And you know that was the best he'd ever do. So he would go on to pitch for the Yankees, which is where he he just threw for a couple years. But in that time, for two years, in that time, he was actually able to get the no-hitter, which is what MLB Network's going to talk about today. I mean, it's interesting because that no-hitter was against a good – Cleveland Indians team. I mean, this is a Indians team that had, you know, they were, they were stacked. Kenny Lofton, Jim Tomei, Albert Bell, Manny Ramirez. 
You know, this was Manny Ramirez's, I think it was like his third game in the big leagues. But this was September 4th, 1993. And it was an afternoon game at Yankee Stadium. And it's just a great example. I mean, when you watch the video of him getting the last out and you see him celebrating with one hand, it's like, wow, a perfect image of what can just happen with perseverance. You have a guy who had all the odds stacked against him. Now he's like on the biggest stage throwing a no-hitter. But like I said, that, that game was against a really stacked Indians team. But he overcame five walks and he had to throw 119 pitches and only got three strikeouts. So, I mean, this is just one of those games where, you know, he's able to get a lot of ground balls. His defense was behind him and he was able to get the no-no. I mean, he had a start before that. Just the game before that, he was chasing the fourth inning and it was a game against the same Cleveland lineup in Cleveland. He only lasted, you know, less than four innings, had seven runs and 10 hits against them. And you were wondering, like, okay, well, this is a guy who Cleveland definitely has his number. And the very next time he goes to face him, he throws a no hitter. So that's a, that's definitely a story that I didn't really know too much about until I started looking into this. So I'm going to take the time to watch the episode today. Um, or if, if I can't watch it live, at least get the replay because it's a very interesting story. And as a fun fact, Jim Abbott actually pitched in the final game of the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, Korea. Baseball was in the Olympics as a demonstration sport, so they won a gold medal, but, you know, it didn't really count because it was just like, you know, a demo. But hopefully we get baseball back in the Olympics soon. I, I think they said they were going to bring it back for Tokyo next year. Um, actually, yeah, they were because they were going to do it this year until obviously everything got pushed back. Um It'd be great to see because there are definitely a lot of countries that would participate now. It's not as if it's just a couple of countries now. We have a lot of countries playing baseball, and that's good. So for those of you who didn't know about Jim Abbott, I thought I would give you a bit of a background on who he is. His career ended at age of 31, didn't really play. I mean, he played 10 years, so for me to say he didn't play all that long. I mean, he put together a good career in 10 years, put up a 19.6 war cumulatively. That's pretty darn good pretty darn good and um now jim abbott actually works as a motivational speaker he has some i think he has some ted talks and he he just is living his best life he he's got he lives in california with his family and you know he's a motivational speaker i think that's someone who you definitely want to listen to i mean he knows a thing or two about overcoming obstacles some very ob obvious obstacles and i think he's using that and parlaying it into a very good post-playing career. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.